What if we made GearBuds tuxedo tees? Oh my God. Well, it's not too late. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> What's up? Hey, we already started off by crashing into each other. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a bit of a weird one. Episode 33, GearBuds podcast right here. Feels like a half episode. It does kind of feel like a half episode. So here's what's going on, folks. Right now, we've we've been doing this weird sort of phone tag thing where... I kind of messed up the technology, and now we're waiting on on the thing to happen. But anyways, we have something super exciting going on, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say what it is yet in case it doesn't happen <laughs> at this particular moment, but we're, we're, we're going to do our first phone interview, and it's for a very special reason with a very special person. That said, we're still kind of waiting to see if that's going to happen right now, so we're just going to dive into it's episode re- 33, yeah. GearBuds podcast hey, right here. GearBuds. How's it going, Dave? I'm good, man. I never ask you how's it going. I'm doing good. You know, it's fun. We're we're actually at a time where we're not usually here. It's a little later at night. It's late at night. It's after work. You work today. I work today. Both got to work tomorrow. You know, I'm 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 digging deep into the well of energy right here. I don't. I feel like normally I'm kind of a a droney zombie that at best can play guitar right now, but not really talk. So this <laughs> you're is, doing a good job, thanks, man. We've man. been, we've been talking for about a half hour now. So yeah, we've been good. chatting for a while. I think, you know, I was very conscious not to drink coffee too late today mm. because I've noticed that when I do that, it makes me real, real speed chatty. I not, drank, not I drank some look. before I came over, but I did. I refrained from bringing my coffee cup today. No, so. no giant. I don't know giant, if you need the giant green cup, green cup hey, of man, coffee sustainable, bro. Well, um, anyways, I don't really have anything for the symphony this week. Uh, we didn't mess up at all last week, huh? No, we did, but I, you know what? There was actually, now that you say that, there was something that I did want to mention, and now I can't remember what it ah, is. So we, maybe we'll just punt it to next we week. We were a little pre- ill prepared today, but. Uh, well, you know, this is, yeah, this is, we're going a little bit by the seat of our pants right here. It's like a right special here. edition. Special episode. edition. Got the, we've got, even got the mic layout a bit different than today. You're sitting on a bench. I'm on a bench. You're, You're on, on like some kind of like half stand. I'm on a little baby mini stand <laughs> yeah, here. You're like a guitar amp right now. So that's a symphony. Just a, another reminder cables are tone tubes. That's right. Don't, uh, forget. don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Uh, come hang out with us at NAM. We've got a lot of cool stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. I'm excited for that. We're, any, did you, do you have anything else for the Xmas wish list or is, are we closing that out? Because um, I don't think, I don't think, is this, this is probably going to be the last episode we get before Christmas. Oh my God. Wow. This is the pre Christmas episode. Is, I feel like we should have jingle bells in the background or something. We could make that happen. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for the, the wish list. Um, I still want a new bridge for the, for the Memphis bass. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see my buddy Paul on Friday. He might be giving former guest of the show, former Paul. guest. Yeah. I can't remember what episode that was, but an early guest of the show. Um, he's got a, one of those badass one bridges, not a badass two, but a badass one. The Leo, badass, Leo badass. Kwan. Yeah, so it's the original badass. He might sell it to me and or give it to me. We're gonna we're gonna try it on the Memphis. See if we can get that action down a little bit. See if we can get it playing real smooth. Word. I'm just gonna rudely check my phone. No, out yeah. To see if we got we are gonna have little distractions during this. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying out the uh, the badass bridge. Seeing if it fits. Seeing if I can get that action a little smoother on there. Other than that, if I can't. You know, if that doesn't work out, I'm going to buy a new threaded saddle, like vintage reissue bridge. For Which that. is, yeah, I think that was pretty, that when I had that, uh, the hard puncher, that was the road you sent me down. Yeah. If yeah. I recall correctly. You can adjust, real easy to adjust the uh, side to side action or whatever you want to call that. Like, so the poles line up real nice. Oh yeah, baby. Get yeah. that, get those nice poles. Get those poles, like get that string really right in between those poles. I wonder if, I wonder if anybody's ever called a bridge Poland. <laughs> 
Well, anyways. And it's that time, time of night, It's that guys. time of night. Yeah. I am just going to do one of my favorite things to do in the show, which is Dave's Doc. Oh, man. Jumping it over to Dave's yeah, Doc. Baby. Dude, so I got really excited. I, I saw Dave's Doc last night. Um, what did you watch? Real late at night, laid in bed, and I could not turn it off, dude. Uh, on Amazon Prime, there's a Rammstein. Rammstein? Rammstein. Do, do, do host. Dude. There's a whole, it's a two and a half hour documentary and it's called America with a K and it's all about kind of their rise in Germany, but then they're touring in America and how like crazy they partied when they were on the uh, family values tour in like 98 with corn. Do they have a song called America with a K? I I think they do. Probably. I think they do. That would make sense. But it does, the whole thing kind of does take place. I'm about three quarters of the way through and then I started to get like a little bit sleepy on that. I'm surprised Um, to hear you turn that one on. First of all, not probably the band that you want to listen to late at night while trying to to get to Sleepy Town. What I do. Wait, but two, I feel like that's maybe a little bit outside of your normal wheelhouse, man. You're not normally a big time metal man. Well, you know, that's my that's my era, though, like the late 90s, you know, metal scene that they kind of fell into. Um, So obviously, Du Haas was one of my jams. I did check out that album and then the album Mutter. I actually got into a little bit too wow i'm not which familiar. was their follow-up uh, i the only one i had and still have on compact disc is Sensucht. yeah that was the that was the du host one right yeah dude yeah 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 and um, there was a version of du host on there where they actually sang the lyrics in english and it loses all, all of the impact yep. man it's so much better in german it's crazy what was really interesting about that band is they they didn't speak english like the singer was the only guy who could who could speak a little bit of english mm-hmm. all the guys were just complete totally German. That's it. So when they went on those big tours with like corn and those guys, they couldn't even like really party with those guys. Cause they didn't, they didn't know what to say. They had, they didn't try to learn any English. They were like, well, we're just gonna, we're just gonna speak German. And, and all the, to fill that gap, they decided to just make giant flaming dildos that they use on yeah, stage. So they have a crazy pyrotechnic show. Insane. I mean, but they've been doing that since they started. And I think a couple of the guys in the band they mentioned, they actually are like professional pyrotechnic musicians. You have to be. Um, it's got interviews by Kiss is in there because they're talking about pyrotechnics. They got to oh, tour rad. with Kiss, actually. No in, way. Yeah, in like 2001, I think, I want to say. Dang. Um, anyways. That wouldn't, been, that wouldn't have been the Psycho Circus tour. It was. It oh. absolutely was the Psycho Circus tour. 3D, baby. And they got booed because they were a huge band, but then they went to like Sao Paulo, Brazil, and they're like, you know, they're about to come out. And then everybody thought it was Kiss coming out on stage and they got like bottles thrown at them and shit. And they played like the worst show they've ever played. Um, Pro tip. If you do watch it, watch it. You have to watch it with the subtitles on the English subtitles because they do not have subtitles in the movie. Oh. And it's all in German, like wow. all the interviews. And it's, it's a, I want to say it's like a 2014, 2015 movie. Fairly recent. Yeah, fairly recent. So, dude, honestly, really, really good doc. Dang, I will, I will watch that. And out Amazon of that. Prime, guys. I mean, dude, I on. say that about everything you watch for sure. You're I, like I, three docs behind me right I'm now. I'm way behind. It's okay, man. I'm not reading I the books. I did watch Heartworn Highways. You did. That That's was right. amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. I really cried puts you there. so hard during that Towns Van Zandt oh, scene. Oh, dude, I, I, watch, I pulled it up on YouTube if I just need a good man cry. You know, I agree it, that I watched it the first time that way i think i believe with you and i was, Katie I was here day, actually yeah. which also shout out to katie and saw you today also as long as we're on the subject man fucking bummer of news uh, for twin peaks guys we just right found now. out yesterday they got uh their gear their van bro or their trailer their broken trailer into. got in mixed. chicago man in, so yeah in humboldt park what the hell right chicago the uh a bunch of guitars and stuff got stolen they, they put a list of all this stuff online um, and it's gotten pick, picked up by local news i think it was on maybe wgn cool. and fox yeah. so you know the word is out the awareness is out but if anybody has any information please contact us look it up online there are, are numbers and, and email addresses that you can get to because gear thieves are just the fucking worst oh, and we want to get our special, good friends special back special place in hell man 
Yeah, uh, that bummed me out because I didn't know they were still in Chicago. I know they played like last they week. They just got back, man. And they, then they, they came back from the end the of the tour. Yeah. Uh, and it was like the night they got back or whatever. I think it was the night or the next Somebody night, must yeah. have known what the hell was in that that van. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's an, I don't know. Such a huge bummer. I was talking about it with Katie today and he's, you know, man, that guy, he's just got... He's just got the the straightest head on his shoulders about things. Like yeah, you know, I feel like guy. if it was me or you or any most anybody I know, I'd be so dejected and just mm-hmm. angry and pissed off. And he was he was super positive about it. I mean, of course you can tell that he's upset. It's it sucks to lose yeah. gear. And I think the, the the one I can't remember one of the one of the members guitar that got almost his like first guitar. Yep. You know, yep. so he was really sentimentally attached to it. But he was you know just talking about how it's kind of a sees it as a positive opportunity He's just really thankful that so many people were able to to step in and, and offer support yep. both both you know in, in in many ways spread the word and and also he felt like maybe they didn't deserve so much attention but anyways wow. we have this particular pulpit for us to to try to get it out there so yeah if anybody has any information yeah. Please contact us or, or the proper folks. And and also, just don't be fucking gear thieves. Man. That's the thing, man. The shittiest part about that is you steal somebody's guitar, which on papers may be worth like 100 bucks. If it was the one he grew up with, maybe some old Fender or something or old Squire that like he, you know, his grandma gave him or something. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, they'll just take it to a pawn shop that's going to give him 50 bucks, where I'm sure that guy would have probably gave him a few grand just to have it back or something. Oh, dude. You know? And the craziest thing about it, too, and in, in which leads me to believe that it wasn't someone really in the know, they didn't take some i think i i don't know the whole story but i know for sure that they didn't take one guitar that was in there which we chicago music exchange had loaned to them and it was by far the most valuable yeah, guitar in, right. in in the van so it's really fucked usually up. those guys don't know what they're taking they yeah. just grab what they can and that's it's really sad so um shout out to the peaks boys it'll it'll get better you know? shout out to peaks boys but also f- fucking don't steal stuff yeah really uh, all right, man. Yeah. Well, shit. Sorry to sorry to jump on your Dave's docs with a no. Let's hear what you got. Town, but I've got that was enough got, for me. got an edition of the Riff Library here, and this is a book that I think many of our listeners will be familiar with, and it is called "Our Band Could Be Your Life." <laughs> okay. Scenes from the American Indie under, Underground, 1981 to 1991, oh. uh, written by Michael Azarad. Uh, here's a quote on the front page, which I, I think, or I should say, on the cover that I think is a good description. It says, and this is from uh, Robert Criscow from the Village Voice. The book will be fresh even for those whose lives these bands were. All 13 profiles are page turners, and there's 13 bands. Okay. Mission of Burma, The Minutemen, Black Flag, Husker Du, Minor Threat, The Replacements, Butthole Surfers, Sonic Youth, Big Black, Fugazi, Mud Honey, Beat Happening, and Dinosaur Jr. Holy shit. And there are profiles of all of those bands. So it's, it really is this just sort of indispensable document of, is it some kind of, of the their most, uh, stories and stuff yeah their stories yeah. inside sort of stories about uh, all of them and the, their formation and their band dynamics and road stories and um it's just one of those books that uh, i think most fans of music and literature have gotten around to at some mm-hmm. point um and it's another one of those two where it does you know of course you can read it start to finish but you don't have to so if you're mostly interested in the black flag chapter you could start there and yeah. jump over to big black or whatever it is yeah you don't have to read cover to cover no because it is i mean it is a pretty long book yeah, it's I'm a thick one here it's uh it's about 500 oh, 500 pages here thick. so um highly recommended just the the writing is great the stories are even better if you're at all interested in the sort of proto late punk early early hardcore uh, indie noise thing 
this is this is the book to get. Oh, our, yeah. our band could be your life. Scenes from the American Indie Underground, 1981 to 1991. I don't know if our listeners know this yet, but between the Dave's Docs and those books like that, I never get tired of hearing stories of how bands form and the the trials and tribulations and the and the rise to fame and the fall from fame and. I, I just never get tired of it, even though it's a lot of the times a parallel story. It's it's so interesting. Likewise, me. I mean, you know, the fact is, is there are only so many different types of stories we can tell. People right. have been rewriting Shakespeare for a long time. So <laughs> even though it's even though it is maybe like you said, some parallels and some sort of things that that are common across them, it's always there's always a unique human element to it. There's always something ultimately relatable about it. And then in but I think most importantly for me and maybe many other people, it's these these are human stories that are important, but they're about the artists creating these things that we love, these mm-hmm. songs and these recordings and these mixes and these paintings and, and sculptures, whatever form of art it is, these pieces of content or creation that we invest ourselves in, th- these are these it, it's it's amazing to be able to get into the headspace of the people who have created these things that define our lives in a lot of ways. Agreed. And our band could be your life is a great document of that. So nice if you ever if you ever feel like getting into a five hundred page book, you know, hey you can borrow it right here. I got or, nothing uh, but time on my hands. That's right. <laughs> Too much time on my hands. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's Riff Library. I'm going to jump into Future Gear, which is that thing that yeah, we've been doing. Which new... I don't know if it's we're going to call it that. I don't hate that name, no, Future Gear. It's kind of fun. Uh, one thing I want to talk about that um, is pretty exciting. Uh, actually, there's a few things that are pretty exciting. Been Luckily, you know, we're, we're doing this pod, podcast thing for a while. We've been nice and consistent every Monday getting out that episode. Mm-hmm. And that's been leading to some cool connections that we've been making out there. Mm-hmm. And and also being called gear buds we love gear and we talk about it a lot and some things have happened first of all uh want to give a major shout out to barim uh makers of the g bender uh which is for those who don't know it's basically like a b bender for your telecaster or i think it could probably go on a stratocaster too uh but it it's for the g string instead of the b and you don't have to drill into the body of your guitar Dude, so crazy. they reached out to us and sent me one that's so cool. and i haven't had the opportunity to put it on my telly yet but i'm going to and i can't wait it is so nicely made i can tell by the way i held it in my hands and it's just the way it's machined is so beautiful oh it's, it's a beautiful hunk of metal i don't know if you know this my dad worked in the steel industry for like 45 years. i did not know that yeah so i mean it runs in my blood is man he, that's a nice is he from pittsburgh it's not not chicago steel but chicago still. steel baby but um i gotta say man you know that's a nice piece of machinery you right know there. what's up you've got those steel fingers you can tell <laughs> i think it might be aluminum i'm not i'm no metal expert i couldn't yeah. tell you but uh it's definitely machined oh, oh it's steel hole yeah, it is steel i'll take it back I called it you nice. called it bro um no yeah this is this is so cool man i can't wait till we can get this thing affixed to your yeah guitar. and and all it comes with a really cool jig for you to to drill with all you need is a power drill which i have um so gonna have once i've got some time on my hands too much time on my hands too much I'm going to get that on there. So thank, thanks again to Barum. More to come there. We'll definitely throw it all over the, the web. Yeah, yeah. That'll be really cool. Um, speaking of pedal companies, another one got in contact with us called Corora Audio. Uh, they make a pedal called the Spira, which I'm not going to get into the details of it yet because, again, they've offered to send us one. Wow. So once that comes in, we'll talk more about it. Yeah, we will. But it doesn't affect that from the videos that I've watched and listened to does something that I've never heard before. It's kind of this almost, I don't know how to describe it. It's almost kind of like a phaser, but you know how a phaser goes up and down? It doesn't go up and down. It just will like keep going and going, I think. But it's based on this 
particular physics thing concept equation uh but they've kind of built a pedal around it that i just i can't believe how cool it sounds and i can't wait to get our hands on it they said that they're uh, they just finished up i think they just sold out of their last production run but sometime in january they're going to send one, one out for us to check out sounds so like a brand new innovation then it belongs in the future gear category Absolutely. on gear Buds podcast so well there put. it is uh two more things uh first one man this was awesome good friend of the show former guest i want to i want to say episode 27 perhaps baltazar so. delay mm-hmm. uh invited me over to his shop uh which just so happens to be literally across the street from our practice space so that's nice oh that's convenient, convenient. <laughs> uh to check out his new amp that isn't out yet and to beta test it and play it and listen and he asked me a whole bunch of questions and I'm excited for this man because you know we 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 don't like we don't try to talk too much before the episodes about it but right, yeah. you showed me the picture like yeah, what dude. 4 days ago or something and I'm like I know it's so weird I feel like we used to always like we would always text in detail about everything but now it's like go we got to save, save that it for, for the, the cast <laughs> so I mean, we now get to talk about it the amp is called the Cabaret 13 okay it is based on uh another old british amp this time a Vox the Vox Cambridge which I believe he I, I I do recall he he talked about a mm-hmm. bit on our show mm-hmm. on the episode, so go back and listen to that. Great episode. Um, it's 13-watt combo. He was still in the uh, testing speaker phase, but I think he settled on a particular Jensen 10-inch um, uh, single speaker. Um it's got two EL84 EL power tubes. Maybe one or two 12AX7 ECC83 type tubes and then a tube rectifier. Um, Built-in, beautiful-sounding tremolo okay. and reverb. Oh, yeah. And, man, it was a delight. And he's you're just you're running the head right now through another cab? Because what I saw, it was like on the bench still. Yeah, right? so it, that was just the chassis out on the bench. He had that running to the – it's going to be a combo. That's right. going to be the only yeah. format he releases it in, single 10-inch uh, combo. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, the cap, the literally, I mean, he still, he still got two that, which he described on the show, but mm. he talks about how he's always got two of anything that he's building so that he can make a change on one and then compare it back to oh, the original. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so I remember that. the sort of most up, most recent build version is the one that I was playing. I brought over my Les Paul, but I also tried a Les Paul he had there and a Telly as well. Cool. I, I, maybe it's just because of my bone tone and what I'm comfortable with. I prefer the sound of mine, my guitar the most, which he was we were both actually really excited about because he knew that it sounded awesome with the telly and that's normally what he would be testing it with and he and he tested with a bunch of guitars but just the fact that i I brought over an old les paul that can maybe sometimes stereotypically be considered woolly or warm Mm -hmm. or dark or whatever it had this really cool chime and punch yeah uh so like say at you know nine o'clock on the dial it was still pretty clean it had a little bit of grit but it was real punchy and nice and chimey and then you we turned it up to say about three o'clock on the dial and it went into like raging fucking full-on overdrive tube distortion oh shit man the reverb uh he's still kind of tweaking that obviously all this was beta testing but it could get pretty big and gnarly it's a big you know full-size spring reverb tank Mm -hmm. and the tremolo is super cool you know it could do the kind of like normal bias fender bias tremolo thing uh really well but he also has it tweaked so that if you turn it way up it pretty much just sounds like how soon is now you know yeah real crazy almost gate like choppy tremolo thing it was rad as shit two you know two button foot switch so you could turn on the reverb and tremolo from the from the foot switch 
So rad, man. So he was just like, hey, man, come over and try this thing out. Yeah, he was like, you know, I think I just by the fact that we've known each other for a long time, but yeah. also kind of, you know, just talked gear a lot recently and tone and stuff. Um, I think he just wanted to get my input on it. And um, that was super ridiculously humbling from some from someone who makes these just like beautiful, yeah. <laughs> amazing amplifiers to to actually solicit my who the fuck am I? My opinion on it. <laughs> um, it was really cool and 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 he you know did follow up with me and told me that i actually provided some some solid feedback on things like an effects loop and cool. the where the base should live and all this kind of stuff which, so is he st- he's still building this thing yeah i don't think it's going to come out until march or so okay would be my would be his what he told me mm-hmm. best guess uh but i i mean i i i implored him not to change a thing he basically where we're when the way it's set up right now he had the base knob at a basically three o'clock but mm-hmm. when he's done with it what was three o'clock is going to be noon gotcha so there will be some play on some either side of it but because yeah. in in another thing that you know part of his philosophy is he wants straight straight up and down at noon to sound amazing like people just put it there and it's going to sound that's great the, and then that's you can what still, it's supposed to sound and like, then you can yeah. move of course from sure. either way and like by instrument etc so yeah man it was and it's, his shop is really cool yeah just, you know in a really cool building with it's it's in the same building as chicago mastering oh okay is, you know preeminent yeah, mastering there. facility there's also a recording studio and some uh-huh. other stuff in there that kind of crazy looking building that has the weird egyptian stuff on the yeah. outside yeah dude. that's that's headquarters of balthazar audio systems oh very cool man so shout out uh yeah man uh, that was that was super fun i can't wait to hear i can't wait to see it when it comes out um We've even talked about some sort of like next iteration versions that I'm even more excited about that one. So more to come on that. Everyone go check out the Balthazar amps that are out right now, the Film Noir 18 and 50. And then when the the, the Cabaret 13 drops, be sure to to hit that shit. And can people check those out in person? You know, they're, the the Cabaret 13, no, because that's not out yet. But yeah, the Film Noir 18, of You guys course, have one of those, we've right? Got, we've, got, we've got a handful of those at CME. He's, I think he's got, I don't know, he's got a handful of dealers, but you can also yeah. buy them direct from him. Beautiful. They are the sort of amp, for sure, that when you look at it, you might kind of think like, well, first of all, you'll think that is the coolest looking exterior I've ever seen. That's what but I But then you'll yeah. probably also maybe think like, oh, that's going to sound like a Marshall, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So it really rewards actually plugging in and giving it a shot because I I had to I had to I had to leave uh, otherwise he's got a real an original Selmer Zodiac. Okay. which is you know sort of the basis for those right. first couple of amps. He has one there and I didn't get a chance to play it. I am going to I'm going to have to ask him to come back and try it again next time. Oh. But <laughs> seriously dude, just like try if you can anybody listening get your hands on one, try to plug it in. I know, I know a number of dudes at the, at the shop who, you know, we hear and play every amp right? basically in the world that where it's like, that's their, the film nor 18 or 50 is like, that's their thing. That's so the tone. check it out. Balthazar audio systems. Damn right. Dang right. What else do I got? Oh, well I guess, man, I feel like I'm doing, I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of like doing a lot of fucking tone bragging. Uh, right now. That's what we do on this show, man. Well then, keep it coming man this is the last thing i've got then um man speaking of being humbled i'm i'm so excited i've got i just got the shipping uh taylor is sending me a guitar that's crazy right man yeah so so thankful to taylor guitars for for all their their love and support basically i uh what did you decide to go i got the uh so i you know i've got a lot of different guitars as you know man and there was one major gap in my arsenal uh nylon string Mm -hmm. I, i i've actually got you do a have nylon a string. Yeah. I've got a couple. One like doesn't really work. The other one, uh, I literally paid eight dollars, maybe yeah. eight dollars and fifty cents, 
uh, for about 10 years ago, which it's 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 held up just fine for uh, like a $10 guitar. I can't believe it's actually made it on records and stuff. Um, but I had this opportunity and man, I decided I, you know what, I'm just going to, it's the Academy 12, the Academy 12 and or Academy 12 E and so it's got the electronics and it's nylon string. I mean, if you want a beautiful acoustic guitar, those are the guys to go to, man. They, they make wonderful instruments. Uh, they're, their build practices and the technologies that they've developed are, are essentially second to none. Really good people too. They, yeah. you know, they actually care. They're they're all guitar players and fucking nerds like we are, but also just like just, you know, kind of cool San Diego dudes. Uh, what are the specs on that thing? Uh, it is spruce. Uh, I believe Sapili and spruce uh, with a rosewood and rosewood uh, fingerboard. Um, it has one of the cool things about it is that it has uh, something that I, that I don't have any guitar that's ever had this on. It is normally like a super fancy feature, but it's got like a beveled armrest. So instead of having the normal flat top where yeah. your where your forearm goes and digs in on, like it does on literally almost every single acoustic guitar in the world, they and, and some other builders now, but it's usually only available on like super expensive guitars have developed this radius beveled armrest system where it like kind of like flattens where your forearm so it's not like a it's not like a contour it's not rounded right but it 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 has that same effect but they actually have to go in and cut in a thing and like put extra purfling and support and stuff in there um yeah and and the thing about it too is that it it is it is a flatter radius like many classical gu- nylon string type guitars are, but it's designed to be more for the dude who's already used to playing a normal size and style acoustic guitar to have a nylon sort of guitar in the arsenal. You mm-hmm. know, so it's not it's it's it isn't a traditional nylon string guitar, but it fills that sort of sound gap. Almost, I almost kind of think of it, I mean, it's not quite to this extreme, but I almost kind of think of it like, have you ever seen those banjos that are actually just six string, yeah, like electric or acoustic guitars, but are built like a banjo? Right, yeah. I kind of see it in the same way where it's... It's made for the guitar player. Made for the guitar player, not for a specific classical guitarist. And that's, I mean, I've learned some classical pieces throughout my life, but mm-hmm. I am not a classical guitarist. So you can so. still jam on that thing. Oh, you can jam, and it's got the built-in Taylor... ES2 expression system. Oh, so I should ask. Full on electronics, yeah. so you can you can plug that bad boy right in. And, oh, that's and beautiful. Strum man. it away. And that, does it have still like the pretty wide neck, like a classical guitar, like the? It's it's not quite as wide, right. and that's the other sort of thing. That's why it's playable a little for different. the normal sure. sort of guitarist. Um, but yeah, because the strings uh, nylon strings are just wider and thicker, you do have to go a little bit wider and thicker on the neck. Otherwise it would be too close together for you to actually be able to like properly finger pick and, right. and fret and stuff. So Dude. just got the shipping on that. So freaking and get so. your bandito on bro. What's that? I don't know. Bandito. I just, isn't that something? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it ought to be right, man. So yeah, that's that. Have we, you know what? Uh, have we talked, have we talked about, no, I don't have anything to say about that. Wow. I was going to get into my, I was going to see, I was, gonna, I don't feel like talking about myself anymore. I was Why? Gonna, Maybe I can chime in. Well, I was, I was going to say that I got something for I you. I don't think we've had an episode since the full tone Ranger video came out. Ah, dude. That I'm pretty stoked. That was about. so cool, man. Yeah. I mean, Henry, I'm so proud of you, man. This is your, uh, oh. second video now. Second CME vid. Uh, you know, I, I'm mostly in it for the YouTube hate. 
to get those those troll comments. Have you gotten some? No, not really. Have you checked? I thought, oh, of course. Dude. <laughs> if anybody pre- says that they don't, they're fucking lying. Yeah, for sure. Maybe at a certain <laughs> point, you, we have enough content out there. But it was just kind of it was kind of an awesome experience to have them be like, hey, you know, we want you to do this demo for this pedal that hasn't even come out yet, and I got to spend a bunch of time with it and all that stuff. Um, and and like a lot of people don't know some of the behind the scenes. You get to choose the guitars that you're going to play through it totally. for the most part, right? Yeah, I think I, I mean I can't speak to every video that right. we create but there's uh, i i just i just decided what what i wanted to play and what guitars i wanted to play and what made you pick those they're fucking cool as shit yeah. well i mean it's partially that so i mean you know i'm surrounded by the best guitars in the world all wow. day i might as well i might as well play them yeah so uh and 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 but i did want to keep it specific and and fitting to the songs that we were playing or that i was playing so yeah, because I had a couple songs that would have been played on an SG, I used a custom shop SG, um, did a couple Strat songs. Yep. We had a fifty-eight Strat, so just um, fifty-eight Strat, 58. no big deal. Um, you know, in hindsight, that guitar looks the coolest, but yeah. I think maybe I, w- I should have gone with the Richie Blackmore signature Strat for the Deep Purple song. Cool, um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. And then, and actually, the guitar, another one that came in the day before, and I was immediately spent smitten 100 with it. it was a 68 uh 355 yeah beautiful and you know it's when you're when you get all this stuff coming in every day it's e- it can be a little easy sometimes to maybe get a little used to things or maybe a little jaded that's Not what i jaded, hear jaded is a strong word but no you know you just Com- get kind of desensitized a little desensitized bit. that guitar people. i saw it and picked it up instantly <laughs> i was like holy shit i'm a- it didn't even make it on the site. It sold before we ever even wow. listed it. Um, so, but it was, I, and it, to the to the point of me saying that is, I'm pretty excited that we even like. I, I'm glad that I chose to use that guitar in the video because at least it's documented and you know it's there. But now it's in you know somebody else's hands mm-hmm. that is gonna do some cool stuff with it. So yeah, dude. Um, I'm I'm I I just can't believe that my ugly mug they decided to want to shoot it and like just a such a beautiful um, professional production well i've been saying this since we started this podcast i think they do the best videos i have to agree and i am very biased but and it's you get to true. be on them now i get to do them now that's pretty crazy and yeah and, and you know that's kind of the weird thing that you learn about this too and i of course i've been i've done old i've done videos for Gearwire back right. in the day and stuff those are fun to watch but it's like you know i get all the glory but most of the work is is the video production team. Yeah, you know they're doing the, they're doing all the shooting, shooting all the B roll, doing all the editing, all the stuff that nobody sees. It's it's kind of bizarre. Like people talk about me in the comments of this video, but it's like none of that would exist if it wasn't for way more talented people than me shooting it and editing it and editing making it you look good, man. Making me look good. Do you get a hair and makeup girl? Or guy, I, I I needed one on that one. I, <laughs> Your hair look was on point. Bro. It was all right. I you know it was a little flat. I might <laughs> we're, we're gonna be our own worst. Critic, Are you gonna start you know? bringing like hair product in your bag, like to, dude? To I work? I should. Yeah, absolutely. Freshen up a little. Gotta. Yeah, man. Uh, get yeah. the beard nice and get you know going down real nice. Well, I, see, that's the other thing. I I did go out of my way to get a haircut before. It. That's good. You should. But normally my barber also does a full beard thing on me too. But I I've been kind of wanting to grow it out long, so okay. I didn't I didn't touch it at all. Kind of wish I had had him do it. Yeah, you know, just for the camera, just for the camera. So you know, you live and you learn. Can we can we talk about the other one that you helped out sound with? Was oh, that is that out? Yeah, it's out now, right? There are a few uh, that I've been with, uh, I've been helping out a bit doing sound the with the bass one. 
Ah, yes, yes. The that you Je- sent me. Jeff Matz. I got immediately jealous. That was pretty fun. Uh, Jeff Matz from High on Fire was in the shop, as was Matt Pike. And uh, Jeff shot a, vet- a video for the Damnation Audio. Wow, you're really catching me off guard here. I think it's the MDB2. Yeah. It's either that or the MBD2. I just remember it was the Damnation uh, and so yeah he he shot a he's using that pedal now and i think endorsing it and it's not a signature but it's something in that realm and i got to be the boom operator on Dude, that one see so i get to add that so to you're like you know the people who make you sound good then you were that person i got to be that person full which, circle man. i mean really truly was just holding a fucking stick over somebody's head you for held a while, it good apparently i guess but the video looks awesome the, yeah the, that pedal sounds amazing it does that uh Varellen rig don't get me started on those. Oh, i love them man dude you gotta plug in when those first so came badass. out like uh what 10 years ago or something that i was about right dude i was i saw those and i was like i've got to have one. i mean and there were like three thousand bucks or something oh man they ain't cheap but man there's 302 a lot watts. of engineering going on inside those things and yeah, the wood I, panel I helped out on that one and maybe oh there was a there was a van halen one that one of uh alex chadwick shot oh yeah i saw that one that um, was cool so it's yeah i love helping out on that stuff i love contributing i love that they even want me to do it and it's you know it's way more exciting to be in front of the camera for sure sure but it, now now i feel like i've got to step it up and Make sure that the next two that we have in the in the hopper are going to be even better. I play even cooler songs and I don't mess up as much. It'll be and, good stuff, man. I mean, you know, you rehearse a little bit, you get warmed up. Now, are those at like you know, you get in at like ten and they're like, all right, get I down had a there nine a.m. call time. Yeah, on that one. Right. So you know, we open the shop at eleven. So right, the faster I can get in and out, the better. Right. Um, so yeah, I I was I was I I think it sounded like I was a little nervous for sure. Uh, so hopefully that gets better. But I mean, there's bright ass lights. There's yeah. like people watching you and stuff. Sure. You know, it's hard to. There's a crew in there, man. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to get past that. But I think I, I'm hoping that repetition will kind of breed. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure if you talk to any of those guys who do the regular ones now, they're like, dude, I remember my first couple of videos. They were probably nervous as shit. That's cute. I remember my first beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I can't I can't specifically talk about. Actually, there are three that are coming up that we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, all very exciting for different reasons. One is for a product that has not been announced yet, Ooh. but it's it's here and it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still wrapping my head around it a little bit, but uh, well, man, shit. I feel like that's uh, that's been a pod right there. Yeah, we potted it up. Uh, it's gonna be a little baby cast, I guess, unless we can. In the meantime, reschedule this thing that we were supposed to do tonight. Yeah, we got the holidays uh, coming chop up. It so in. I'd love so to try to get it in before Christmas. If that would be, yeah, that would be bloody lovely. Maybe we'll have and a special you know Maybe, bonus. Well, that's a good point, dude. That's why I was going to say the same thing. Like, we can, even if it doesn't happen right in, in enough time to chop it into this episode, we could just release it separately as like a, as another one that week. And, yeah. You know, go that, go that route. Right on. Right on. Well, hey, uh, if if we don't talk to you in the meantime, uh, folks, anybody listening, yep, happy holidays, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, happy Boxing Day. Ooh, ooh, uh, am, I, am I missing any? I think we'll have an, we'll we'll do another one of these before New Year's, right? We've got oh, yeah, be, right, yeah. yeah, 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 it's got to be. Yeah, it'll happen. All right, we'll 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 do a Feliz Navidad and all that shit at another <laughs> time. So. In the right. meantime, uh, keep on gear button. Bye bye. That's not that's not a good that's not a good keep close. on button. Keep on button. That doesn't even mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Nah, whatever. <laughs>